Fox News. I'm your digital pro, Kim Commando, inviting you to join me every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. for the Kim Commando Show, brought to you by Range on 103.9 FM and 9.30 a.m. KROE. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize another winner of $1,000 in cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Shared Media as part of their community commitment uprising. We'll be receiving these funds per random drawing. Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment, member FDIC. Mossholder's Design Center is filled with accent chairs, club chairs, and over 80 in-stock recliners and lift chairs. So right now, every individual recliner, all lift chairs, and all chair and ottoman sets are on sale. Get rid of that old broken-down recliner or freshen up the look of your living room with a brand-new accent chair. Mossholder's carries many high-quality, American-made chairs and recliners that will give you years of improved comfort. Come test out our huge in-stock selection of chairs and recliners and receive savings all week long. That's Mossholder's Chair and Recliner Sale going on now. Moss Holders, furniture is our passion. From Sheridan Media News, it's time for Open Line Friday. Your chance to join the conversation and talk about what you want to talk about. Call the Jackson Electric Open Line at 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. And now your host for Open Lines, Ron Richter and Aaron Palmer. And good morning on the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. It is Friday. Thank goodness. Like we just said. What is that, TGIF? Yeah. You throw. It's been a week. Yeah. How about you? Every week's been a week. <laughs> Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. Numbers to call if you've got something that you want to talk about, 674 or 672-5763, your opportunity to call in and chime out about whatever it is that's on your mind or chime whatever. Chime out, that's a nice out. one. Chime in. Yeah. I know. I, I like the chime out. Yeah. Speak out. <laughs> yeah. Speak in. Speak up. <laughs> but your chance to do that. The poll question this week, this is just a topic. This is not something that we have to talk about, but it's just an idea. So this is one thing we can talk about. Mr. Ron, what was our poll question this week again? The first Northern Bank of Wyoming poll question, do you agree with the Wyoming Republican Party's recent vote of no confidence against Governor Mark Gordon for his remarks on the state being committed to becoming carbon negative? And 50% of the votes said yes. They agree with the uh, Wyoming GOP's uh, vote of no confidence. 41% said no, and 9% were unsure. So it was it was pretty close. It was closer than I anticipated, hmm. honestly. So 50 to 41, and then 9% of the the people that were unsure. And I, I can understand the the uncertainty of it. Because well, yeah, because we the information I got off this was a Cowboy State News, Cowboy State Daily News story which was good it was by leo wolfson i'm going to uh take some of the information out of that during the during the show but when you see the headline and you start reading it it essentially comes off as governor gordon has turned his back on you know the people of wyoming the uh oil and gas industry coal industries and you know that's kind of what people were upset about 
So it kind of makes sense to a degree, but once you get into the story, it's... Oh, there's a lot more to it, but when is exactly, there? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So we're going to get into that. That's exactly what we're going to talk about. One of the things we can talk about, again, if you have something that you would like to talk about, give us a call and we'll, uh, we'll get you on the air. We do have a caller waiting. We'll get to you in just a second. We're going to take a quick break and we'll come back and get started right after this on the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. Jackson Electric and you'll see the light. Maybe it's as simple as adding an extra outlet. Maybe it's as detailed as wiring an industrial building. Maybe it's high efficiency LED lighting or a fire alarm system or phone system installation and repair. Maybe it's data system wiring, irrigation wiring or electric motor sales and repair. Commercial, residential, industrial, agriculture, above ground, below ground. Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light at 1851 North Main in Sheridan. Hi, this is Ken with Prime Rate Motors, and we are looking to buy your clean used vehicles, campers, UTVs, and tractors of any age. Are your payments too high? We will also downtrade you out of your current vehicle into a more affordable one. Or if you just need a professional assessed value of your current car, truck, or SUV, we do on the spot appraisals. Stop by 2305 Coffeen Avenue in Sheridan or call 674-6677 and also see our full inventory at primeratemotors.com. The following message presented by First Federal Bank and Trust, Sheridan's only mutual bank. Visit efirstfederal.bank. Hi, I'm Owen Atkinson. And I'm McKinley Olson and we are with the Sheridan Swim Team inviting you to our Arts and Crafts Bazaar Saturday, November 18th. The bazaar is from 9 to 4 at the Sheridan County Fairgrounds Exhibit Hall. Chop over 80 tables of handcrafted items and bake sale goodies. Please join us Saturday, November 18th from 9 to 4 for the Sheridan Swim Team's annual Arts and Crafts Bazaar at the Fairground. Hey, it's the rookie, Andrew Boynt, with First Northern Bank, Sheridan Honda, and Power Sports Pro Football Pick'em. Here's what happened in the KROE studio this week. 78, Trevor. Eh. This one. I up. say that every week. Eh. Yeah, I know you do. I know. One I'm of kinda, these days eh. you're going to be in first, and you'll be like, meh, eh. It's whatever. That's kind of me. Eh. My wife would say the same thing. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> TMI. This is eh. true. Eh. In more ways than one. Yes. Eh. 79 points. Going on. I'm going to James. Uh, eh? I don't know. <laughs> hey, it's Desperado Dave with Sheridan Honda and Power Sports. You can't win if you don't play. This week's prize is a $100 bowling party to Cloud Peak Lanes. Just go to the contest page on SheridanMedia.com and click on the Pro Football Pick'em banner. Jackson Electric Open Line Friday, Aaron Palmer, Ron Richter, and uh, we're talking about the Wyoming GOP recently passing a no-confidence vote against Governor Gordon. We'll get into that. We do have a caller, and you're on the air on the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. Caller, go ahead. Another beautiful day in Sheridan County. Isn't it? Indeed. And the yes, next week's sure. going to be about the Absolutely. same. <laughs> I haven't done a lot of looking into the carbon capture thing, but I do um, recall some of the research that was done on the Ogallala Aquifer where they put isotopes in to trace uh, how long it took that 
those underground streams to migrate from Montana to, say, Oklahoma and on down, um, there's a there's a lot more ramifications involved long-term things down the line that need to be researched before anybody gets too excited about um, trying to do some of that stuff. And so I've, I'd have to wait for some more evidence and, and some research done on that before I'd ever proceed um, to trying something like that. Anyway, on another thing, uh, going back to one of the programs that you had earlier about hunting mm-hmm. um, and uh, people getting lost in the mountains and everything and always hunt with a buddy and all that kind of thing. And one thing that, that I do, and, and I've, I've hunted by myself um, quite often, and um, what I do is uh, leave a uh, one of a pair of two-way radios in my tent, and I leave a note that says, where I'm going to go, or hopefully where I'm going to be, and that uh, I will turn my radio on that I'm carrying on every 30 minutes on the hour and the half hour. And if someone comes in and, and they see that note, they know that uh, this radio, uh, to uh, turn it on if they want to get a hold of me or if I need to get a hold of them, that uh, I use this method so that I don't run my battery down, but to still be able to contact me if there's, you know, any uh, possibility of the radio reaching from where I am to that uh, tent location. And so uh, I think I pretty well um, got myself uh, covered for, for things like that in an emergency. I don't know how many people... Uh, try that. Uh, I would suggest if a person does get two-way radios, you ought to spend a little money and get some good ones that'll darn sure work and, and have some range to them. So agreed. And um, usually, um, I pack a lot of stuff. I just use an old fishing vest, and I put all kinds of things in there. Like um, there's, if you do get some game down and you're going out in the dark, I've got these uh, little tacks you can put in a pine tree. When you're coming back and you shine a light on them, they light up like those reflectors on a, a highway post <laughs> so that you can actually see your way back into an area in the dark without having to wonder where in heck your, your animal is. Um, space blanket, um, uh, several ways to start a fire, and, uh, you know, kinder material, um, a signal mirror, all that kind of stuff. That's all helpful, and learn how to orient with a compass. I, that helps too. Oh yeah, yeah, I agree. So, sounds like it's a good backup plan if you don't have a buddy to hunt mm-hmm. with. You know, it sounds like a sane alternative. And it's, I agree so, with you. You know, even going out just for a walk in the woods, I was taught by my dad that you take, you know, some kind of a, as you said, light fire lighting material, and mm-hmm. you know, just something, a couple of candy bars, water, obviously. You know, you just you go prepared. My dad was a Boy Scout, and he was. Pre- prepared mm-hmm. for everything and i agree i think that's what people need to do and it, it it just makes sense you know you never know you could twist an ankle you could there's a thousand things that could happen especially when you're by yourself oh for sure it calls to mind uh somebody who got lost up there and he was advised as well if you get lost shoot three times in the air and um so he said well i i did that but he said pretty soon i ran out of arrows but anyway <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right, you guys have 
You guys have a good day. We'll see you later. All right. You as well. Bye now. Um, makes sense. Yeah. yeah I, it's better to be over-prepared than yeah, under-prepared, especially in situations like that. I mean, it, you never know. Exactly. I, it's I, better I, to be prepared. Take something, and if you don't need it and you bring it back, it's better than not being Not, not having, having it. it, yeah. And, and being out there no going, kidding. shucks, I wish I would have. Yeah. Because Oops. when you say, I wish I would have, those are some famous last words. Uh-huh, yeah. If you spend a night in the boonies and you're, you know, you didn't bring a candy bar, you're going to be plenty hungry by the time the next yeah. day rolls around. So. Or one of those blankets that he mentioned. I yeah. Mean, those can save a life. Oh, yeah. And they they weigh nothing. You can stick them in a shirt no. pocket and they will save your life. Okay. We've got callers that are waiting. This is a good deal. Okay. We're going to go to caller, the first one. Caller, you're on the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. Go ahead. Hello? Yes, go ahead. Okay, that would be me. That would be you. Okay, I would like to just bring something maybe to the public's attention because it's been kind of quietly addressed and I was reminded of an old saying that the taxpayers, you want to treat them like mushrooms, keep them in the dark and feed them manure. Here is what I wanted to address. The (laughs) Northeast Water Transmission Pipeline. Now that was just turned down for funding by the WWDC, okay, in um, uh, down in Casper on November 9th, just a, a day or two ago. It was turned down. But it had come on board for application for funding in June, and they had the city. The city had removed its request for funding for the airport pipeline replacement. That's the duck tile pipe up at the airport that goes to the girls' school road. That had been a first priority. It was taken off the table, and the Northeast Water Transmission Pipeline was added. This pipeline, had it been funded, would have moved forward to engineering, construction, etc. It was to go at the middle of Skeel Street, toward, north, towards Kittering, underneath the interstate, east, and then due north again and hook up at uh, East 5th Street where Eastred Road is, around that area there. Okay, this thing was not funded. It was recommended to be not funded. The thing about this is, in looking at the application to the Wyoming Water Development, they anticipated increasing the size of the city of Sheridan by 20,000 people, and they could, have, they could apply 8,300 taps some of them commercial, to this area of presumed development. And I think people, the people who live in the city need to be brought in because once you build it, once you own it, you're going to be funding it forever. And I do understand it's a big feed pan. You've got realtors, developers, people who want to sell land, uh, contractors, subcontractors. It's a big feed pan. And they want to move development east, but nowhere was there much effort to allow the public to understand. And the dissolution of the saws came at the same time. So we're going to dissolve saws, turn over the taps, turn over the system, turn over the water uh, rights in saws. We'll give it to the city. Oh, okay. Well, that kind of came up into the conversation pretty short as well. So my position is simply this. If you're going to do that, and here recently, last city council meeting, they put in a holding pattern the third reading of a all all areas annexed into the city not presently developed shall come in with an R two. 
residential zoning. Well, that allows for apartment complexes, fourplexes, sixplexes. This is all about development and development, high-density development. So the people who are in the confines of the city of Sheridan, they should be part of this conversation. You know, we're, we're going to look forward to growing the city by 20,000 people. That doubles it, more than doubles it. We're going to have these taps available. We're going to go east. We're going to do this. We're going to have a pipeline. Where was this covered so that the public could understand this was the official think? And the dissolution of the SAWS board, which did not happen, it too is in a holding pattern. Didn't go away. Can come back. All of this short shrift from about June is when this all more or less presented itself. And to me, this is unfair to the people who will perpetually bear the burden. They are the taxpayer. Now, you can say, well, those people in the new area of development, they would pay taxes too. Well, that is correct. I'm not denying that. But look at the city of Sheridan right now within the confines of the city limit. You have a lot of aging infrastructure and you have a lot of older homeowners. And I would have to agree, I think, with two of the city council people, it's getting to be a bit of a squeeze for some of them folk. So that is what I wanted to just say this morning. We don't have to have a discussion on it. Repeat, Northeast Transmission Pipeline. Keep that word in front of you because it'll come back to a theater near you. Probably the next funding cycle for WWDC. Thank you. All Bye. Right. Thanks, caller. Thanks for the call. I one of the things that I understood, and maybe I'm missing something here, but I know that the <clears throat> excuse me. The reason that the city was looking at changing this uh, classification from R one to R two, amending the code, right, is it going to an R two would make it easier and bypass a lot of red tape, so to speak, so that it would bring in more, I don't, I don't, I don't want to say affordable housing, that is. No, but that was kind of the impetus behind it. Right. So that was my understanding as well. So, you know, we're kind of at a crossroads here, I think. You know, people don't want to see Sheridan boom and go, you know, all of a sudden we're going to be twice the size that we are. But we also have to understand that there are people in this community that are leaving. There's an extreme housing problem. Exactly. And it's so, beyond extreme. And Right. I it's, mean, people, it's catastrophic right now. Honestly, are, I'm just being brutally honest. Right. Because it is just not, it's not doable. Um, you know, I've got kids that live not right. in Sheridan, yeah. but in Johnson re re Retention of the workforce is not happening, no. folks. Um, you know, we've got kids that are looking at the possibility of moving back in with us because their rent is just going through the roof. And to try to buy a house in this day and age, it's not feasible. It's just not. So I, I think that's what the city was trying to do. And I, I don't think there's any kind of an underlying, oh, I don't know how to, how to I, I know I, I know exactly what you're saying. You know what I'm because, saying? Because I mean, they're it, trying to figure out a way to make this work I, without... I, and the without, thing is, I understand... Like the caller's concern, some right. of the uh, city councilors' concern. I, I totally get it. You don't want urban sprawl. Right. You don't want all of a sudden we are just inundated with high-density um, apartments and right. fourplexes and, and whatnot. I mean, I don't want that either. But how else are you going to tackle the attainable housing issue? Right. 
I, there it, has to be something done. Well, there has to, yeah, there has to be some some give ground, and take. Right. Yes. There has to be some kind of middle ground where they can do this and make this more affordable for younger people. Well, people in general. I mean, if if I lost my house, would I be able to go get a an apartment somewhere? Probably not. You'd probably have to move. Right. So I don't know. I don't know what the what the what the you know. It, it's beyond my pay grade. Let me put it that way. But I think they're at least making the effort to try something to make it work. Yes. So, okay. That's all I wanted to say. We do have a caller. Uh, you're on the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. Go ahead. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, as to what you were just talking about, when I was living in Cheyenne years ago, back in the 70s near the state capitol, they had a bunch of shacks that were pretty much run down. And they were going for about $30,000 each. Yet, a few years later, those same shacks that are even in worse condition now were going for $300,000 each. And, I mean, I'll give you a good example. We had some property in the Houston area. My folks bought a house there that was built in 1937, and they bought it in August of 1956 in a little community called Southside Place. And back when they bought it, they paid $15,000 for the house that was then 19 years old that was mostly brick with some wood. And it was sitting on a 50-foot by 150-foot lot. Now, the new owners, and there have been several turnovers here, the new owners of the property uh, tore the house down, and you just had the St. Augustine grass, 50 foot by 150 foot, and it was appraised by the tax appraisal district. It was appraised at $1,087,500. For a piece of land. For just a piece of land that you could turn into a a miniature golf course, perhaps, but a rather small one at that, at 50 foot by 150 foot. And I went before the the, uh, county commissioners there in Harris County in Houston, and they had a wonderful, wonderful portrait of Sam Houston behind them. And I suggested they should consider changing the portrait from Sam Houston to Alfred E. Newman <laughs> from Mad Magazine. Yep, right. Simply because, and they should should have petitioned the legislature to change the name of the state from Texas to Taxes. Because you just can't find affordable housing anymore. Everyone is in for the money. Everyone wants to make a buck, and they're flipping houses and things like that. Now, one thing that happened to me this past Monday that you're going to find very interesting, I was in Gillette at the time, had a doctor's appointment, and I was in Gillette this past Monday. Now, the price of unleaded regular gasoline here in Sheridan, the lowest I've seen is three fifty a gallon. The price of unleaded regular in Gillette, this was a shell station, not some off brand. We're talking about good quality gas. The price of unleaded regular in Gillette 
was as low as 295.9. Now, why the heck are we having to pay an extra 55 cents a gallon because the gasoline tax is uniform throughout the state? You go to a different state, that's a different story. But throughout the state of Wyoming, the gasoline taxes are uniform. And yet the people of Gillette are blessed with prices as low as 295.9, while we're getting the shaft here in Sheridan at 350.9 and higher. So I'd like for some of those people who are running the local gas stations to explain to the people of Sheridan why they're having to pay these outrageous prices, because I keep track I go on the computer we have in my apartment building. We have a uh, a computer that's uh, in the common area. And I go on there and check the price of oil and gas every single day, Monday through Friday. And I'm wondering why, when the prices go down uh, on the trading floor, they remain the same at the gas pump here in Sheridan. Yeah. And Why we're at having the, to pay so much of more. And on the flip you side know, of that, if it goes up the very next day, the prices go up at the pump. You bet. That's exactly <laughs> right. If the prices are going up, you're going to see a price increase within 24 hours yep. here. But anytime the prices fall, even when they fall precipitously, you're not going to see any kind of a discount. You're not going to see any kind of a price break. It's me, me, me. Let's see if we can stuff our pockets full of the consumer's money. And that's not what I would call a good Christian attitude when people are just gouging the consumers. Yep, price gouging. And I know quite a few people here in Sheridan. I've been here 14 years now, and I know quite a few people, and they don't deserve this type of treatment because most of the people I know here in town are just outstanding, and they deserve a price break just like anyone else. I'm not saying give the gas away, but at least be competitive with Gillette when they're beating us 55 cents a gallon cheaper And then you hear these people say, shop local. Well, that's a poor grammatical term because it should be shop locally. But rather than shopping locally, all they're considering is, let's see how much more we can stuff into our pockets, even when the prices on the uh, Wall Street uh, trading floor are down sharply. We're going to keep them up and gouge the consumer. Well, let me let me tell you this, caller. If, I, and I'm not I'm not saying that Gillette is not lower price than than Sheridan, but the next opportunity you get, take a drive down to Buffalo and take a look at their gas prices because they're even higher. Well, they're always higher, right? Always. And I'm still trying to figure out why. And it's not you know a few cents here and there. It's I think the latest I saw in Buffalo was three eighty nine a gallon. Still. Ridiculous. And and Trevor, I think he posted on Facebook yesterday. He was headed to, to Laramie. The and he game, got to yeah. Casper and it was the, the he goes, What's up with this? And he took a picture and it was like two two ninety five a gallon, I think it was, in Casper. Yeah, just and he's like, like it was in Gillette. Right. 
And it just makes you wonder, what the heck's going on here? The gas is better here. Apparently. Yes. <laughs> well, my whole problem is everyone, I mean, I'm a capitalist, and everyone is entitled to a fair and honest profit, no matter what business they're in. But whenever you're having to pay an additional 55 cents a gallon, and then I've had local retailers tell me that, oh, we only make a few cents a gallon on this gas. Baloney. They make more than a few cents a gallon. I remember <laughs> reading about people like, uh, in the days of the uh, mobs, people like John Dillinger would hold you up with a 45. Even Al Capone wisely said one time, it's much easier to get something done with a kind word and a 45 than with just a kind word. <laughs> and But these people here nope. running these local gas stations are holding us up with a pump nozzle. They're not using a gun, but they are using price fixing to get the job done. And I can't see why they have to be 55 cents a gallon or more. That seems higher much. I agree. Than the same gas in Gillette and the same gas in Casper. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that there's, it needs to be addressed, I think. You, you can understand if it's, if it was even within 10 cents a gallon, you no. go, well, you know, whatever. Yeah, sure. But, you know, when you're talking 50 cents a gallon, there's, or more, there's, there's, yeah, there's something more. Yeah, 55 cents a gallon. Yeah, it's 50 to about 65. It kind of fluctuates a little bit here and there, I've noticed. All right, caller, we're going to have to take a break. Thank you so much for Thank that. Thank you, guys. And Thanks. we'll talk to you next week, hopefully. All right, we're going to take a break on the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. We'll come back right after this. Jackson Electric and you'll feel the power. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, call Jackson Electric. Commercial, residential, agricultural, it makes no difference. Call Jackson Electric. Jackson Electric does high efficiency LED lighting and fire alarm systems installation. Wiring a home, wiring a business, new electrical service, or enlarging existing surface. Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light at 1851 North Main in Sheridan. Fall in love with Sunlight Federal Credit Union Certificate of Deposit Specials. Their 15-month CD with a $500 minimum deposit has a 5.39 annual percentage yield. They also have two jumbo CD specials. 36-month has a 4.6 APY and their 60-month has a 4.86 APY. Both require a $50,000 minimum deposit of new money, which is money not currently held in a Sunlight FCU account. These rates won't last long and early withdrawal penalty applies. Member NCUA, Sunlight Federal Credit Union, building a brighter future together. Okay, when I told my wife, I thought she was drawing her eyebrows on too high. She just looked surprised. Well, the same goes for you if you try to fix or tune up your own 4x4 side-by-side. -side. You know you can't do it right, so you just don't do it at all. Hando Service Center are experts on every brand or model of 4x4 side-by-side -side or snowmobile. Bring it in or arrange to have it picked up at your house. Either way, it comes back with no surprises. Hendo Service Center on Sheridan's Heartland Drive. 
Hi, this is Christy Kingron with Buffalo Realty, and let's talk about 343 North Main Street, an updated restaurant building with kitchen on the main street of Buffalo, Wyoming. High visibility with inside and outside dining, covered patio for summertime dining, and a large detached garage with two standard garage doors area for storage. The commercial kitchen is with the building. Call me Christy Kinghorn at Buffalo Realty, connecting people with property. ERA Carroll Realty is back with the seventh annual holiday shopping sweepstakes. This is your chance to win $1,000 in gift certificates and chamber bucks from our Sheridan and Buffalo merchants. And we've tied into a national campaign to give you a chance at winning $15,000 cash. Five winners will receive prizes totaling $1,000 to retailers like Susie Garber Johnson with D.A. Davidson, Landon's Greenhouse and Nursery, True Built Builders, Designing Dinners, Babes, Flowers, and Urban Thrift. Just go to the contest page at sharedandmedia.com. Enter once each day through December 12th. Hi, this is Lisa Hansen with ERA Carroll Realty. We're about more than real estate. We're about family, friendship, and community. Happy holidays. Jackson Electric Open Line Friday, Aaron Palmer, Ron Richter, and uh, interesting conversations this morning. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Um, I, you know, I have been noticing the, the gas thing, though, and it's always been it's, higher. Yep, always been that way. I mean, every time we, we go anywhere, we drive anywhere, the wife and I, I notice it's higher, but it's usually not 50, 60 cents right. higher a gallon. Right. It's usually, you know, 15, 20, which, right. And it's but, it, it just, when it's, you're paying half a dollar more a gallon. Yeah, that's and you, and that's a half a tank. It, it, yes, and you feel it's <laughs> crazy. We're talking about when the caller called in earlier and was talking about um, his parents in the house and all that. This is crazy. My mom in the late '80s bought a house in Portland. Okay, and she'd saved up for a lot of years. Blah blah blah. But she bought the house and it was right in the middle of Portland and very nice neighborhood. Um, people familiar with Portland, it was in the Woodstock area. So it's very nice, you know, very middle class, whatever. But she spent 40000 48000 I think, maybe we'll say fifty, um, on the house in the late 80s, which was a significant chunk of change back then. And after she died, I sold the house in like 2001, 2001, 2002-ish. And um, I sold it for almost $150,000. It's crazy. In 10, 12 years. And so it went up in value that much. And I figured out, because it went on the market here again about a year ago, and it was on the market for almost $350,000. For the same house. Yeah. Nothing changed. No. Yeah, just... I mean, a little bit of landscaping here and there, but, you know, the house itself, it's not like they built a mother-in-law house in the backyard or, right. you know, there was some kind of major upheaval and you know or upgrade in the house or wasn't apparently homes don't depreciate uh, apparently not and it just makes me wonder you know like with my kids how how do you afford that how do they afford that they can't it's not like wages have kept up in the last 30 years <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a road we don't want to travel down <laughs> right 
And it's not, um, and we're not picking on Sheridan or Buffalo at all. It's across oh, no. the country. Yeah, and this that, isn't, and it's, right. It's, it's, it's just nothing, a, a microcosm. Right. Here. It's just the, the way that things are in this country nowadays. And it's, it's not meant to be pointing fingers at anybody specifically. It's just, that's the way stuff is. And, but, but I, I the, the question does need to be answered about the gas prices because that that is ridiculous. Yeah, it's, there, there's it needs to be asked. Absolutely no reason why we're paying fifty five to sixty cents more a gallon than uh, Casper. Right. There, there's absolutely. I just I you know I mean if there's a good reason, let's hear it. And like the caller said, gas taxes in the state are across the board the same. So it's not like Gillette's having to pay. Yeah. I, I, know, I'm just you know. Less uh, a little tired of being hoodwinked. <laughs> yep. All right. Let's get back into this. The Wyoming GOP uh, recently passed a no confidence vote against Governor Mark Gordon. And uh, like I said, this came from a story from the uh, Wyoming Cowboy State here. Daily. Cowboy State Daily. Yep. Thank you. Um, I just drew a blank there. So Leo Wolfson had this story and, and posted it. So that's where this information came from. So all of this is his story. And I read it. And basically what it amounts to is Governor Gordon had given a speech at Harvard University. Yes. And what he said was, I can find this here. Yeah, because he, he's got the exact quotes of what right. the governor he, said. Yep, he got here. The uh, vote of no confidence isn't as strong as a censure, but it's an official statement about how the party views what Gordon said during his Harvard visit. What he said was, um, Wyoming needs to urgently address climate change by going carbon negative. Okay. And it's clear that we have a warming climate, according to Gordon, and it's clear that carbon dioxide is a major contributor to that challenge. There is an urgency to addressing this issue, and it isn't going to be solved by turning off fossil fuels. So the Wyoming Republican Party, Central Committee, um, voted a no confidence. And basically, no confidence, as they said, is not as strong as a censure, but what it says is that the party does not agree with that position. And... According to the story, it gets later on in the story, it talks about Gordon has, because a lot of Republicans thought that he's kind of flipped. Oh, my God, he's a rhino. He's, he's a, you know, screaming liberal in, in, you know, Republican clothing, blah, blah, blah. He's changed his stance. He's turned his back on Wyoming because of uh, Wyoming's oil and natural gas, coal industries, you know, fossil fuel industries. They felt that, that Gordon had changed sides, so to speak. And... That's not necessarily the case. According to even what Gordon had said in the past, he it, it's not that he's anti-fossil fuels. What he has said, essentially, is that we need to embrace all forms of energy, whether that's, you know, and trying to get farther away from fossil fuels, but we still need to bring in solar, possibly nuclear, um, wind, all of these other sources of energy so that Wyoming is more diverse. Yes. To, in their, to, to basically enhance. Right. What to, we already have. And he's not trying to pick on the, the fossil fuel industry, according to what he has said. And he's kind of been that way all during his 
uh, governorship. I, I, I mean, this is just my opinion, but I, I think it needs to be realized that the fossil fuel industry will never be what it once was. And the sooner people can accept that, the better we can move on. Because it just won't. We're right. not going back 25 years. It's not happening, folks. But we also need to understand, and I think people on whichever side of the fence you're on, they, the, the, there are some people on one side of the fence that think that we just need to completely get away from fossil fuels. Is that the goal? Probably. And, and it probably you should can't, be. You can't, you can't do you that can overnight. Not, no, exactly what I was going to say. It's it, not going to take five years. It's not going to take 10 years. It's going to take a long time yes, to get these other industries. In our lifetime. And it probably will never happen. Probably not. But making the effort does not mean that you're anti-fossil fuels. It means that you're trying to do something that is correct while still maintaining what you have. Yeah. I, I think that's the governor's position. I haven't talked to him about it, but at least based on what he has said in news stories and, you know, speeches that he's given, that was my take on this. So I, I think maybe the Republican Central Committee kind of had they, a knee-jerk reaction maybe to that. I don't know. Yeah, you know, I, I think it was a little political grandstanding. Well, exactly. And I, I mean, because... These are smart individuals. They know what they're doing. They, they did. I mean, it wasn't a knee jerk. I, I mean, they they know what they're doing. They they, they made news by doing this. Well, and sure. That that was the attempt. That was what they were trying to do. Um, because, I mean, everyone knows that without fossil fuels, right now we could not turn on the lights. Oh, exactly. I mean, uh, and if they don't, they're, they're yes, that, blatant, that's why blatant I, fools because well, it just wouldn't work. When you get the left leftist extremists and they're like, you know, we, we need to do this and that and that, and that. it's like, you, you can't just flip, the, <clears throat> excuse me, flip the switch, so right. to speak. I mean, the these fossil, people that are buying electric cars are plugging them in. And they don't realize that the cords <laughs> go into the coal plant. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, seriously, it is. But but it, it it does ring true though that it has to be accepted that we aren't going to go back. It right. is never the fossil fuel industry is never going to be like it was twenty five thirty years ago. And it we, just won't. Right. It doesn't matter who the president is. It or doesn't who matter is. who the Congress is. Yeah, it's. It's just how it is. But I think there are things, and there are, there are good arguments and bad arguments on both sides of this. We talk about wind energy. And you and I you know, have driven across South Dakota, Montana, Wyoming. North Dakota. Minnesota. And we've seen these wind farms all over. And are they an eyesore? Pretty much. Well, they're actually having quite an environmental impact as well. Right. And then once these things lose or go through their life cycle. They're getting buried in landfills. Yeah, they cannot recycle After these they things. take out a whole fleet of gold and bald vehicles. Right. <laughs> so they have their own issues as well. Yes. But I think, you know, is the idea, yeah, the idea is great. But implementing them and coming up with something that's not going to be just as detrimental in a different way to the environment is the whole key. Uh, we, oh, we, we're going to go to a break. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back on the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday right after this.
most complex electrical applications, Jackson Electric has the knowledge, the experience, and the reputation to meet and exceed any electrical need or requirement. Jackson Electric's expertise even includes phone systems, data systems, LED lighting systems, fire alarm systems, and irrigation systems. Residential, commercial, industrial, agriculture. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, Jackson Electric does it all at 1851 North Main in Sheridan. At WearingSheridan.com, you can see most every vehicle on their lot. In fact, you can see about 25 different photos of every vehicle. You can request information on the vehicle you're interested in. You can fill out a credit application, even schedule service work. Check it out, WearingSheridan.com, and experience the wearing way of buying vehicles. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, WearingSheridan.com. Bookmark it. Full-service dealership at 107 East Alger, WearingSheridan.com. Come to Ucross for unparalleled bird hunting and Clear Creek hunting. Guided and unguided pheasant hunts are available and open from now through March. Enjoy groomed hunt fields with perfect cover and plenty of birds to ensure you and your group a successful hunt. Now's the time. Call Clear Creek Hunting today, 737-2237 to get your reservations in early while the birds last. Because when they're gone, they're gone. The best place to hunt, Clear Creek Hunting in Ucross. Christmas is right around the corner, so let Legacy Diamond and Gems help you create your own unique custom design jewelry. But don't procrastinate. The deadline's November 1st for guaranteed Christmas delivery. Their professional staff can help you create a piece of jewelry that leaves your loved ones speechless. Need ideas? See some of their fine jewelry online for inspiration at LegacyDiamondGems.com. Stop by their temporary location at 17 East Lauks between P.O. News and the Chocolate Tree. That's Legacy Diamond and Gems in downtown Sheridan. What would Christmas be without tradition? Without the comfort of home, the joy of family, and smiles of children? Open your heart this year during the 26th Annual Christmas Wish Campaign. Due to temporary circumstances beyond their control, some families, friends, and neighbors will struggle to make ends meet, let alone have a Merry Christmas. It's tradition for the Christmas Wish Campaign to bring the spirit of the holidays to those individuals. In the past, we've assisted several people with everything from bills and food to clothing, Christmas trees, and toys for children. Please send your Christmas Wish nominations and donations to P.O. Box 5086 Sheridan or submit them online at SheridanMedia.com as soon as possible. All wishes must be submitted in writing and must include your name and phone number. There are follow-up questions our committee will need to have answered to properly assess each wish. Wishes must be received by Friday, November 24th. Partners for this year's Christmas Wish campaign are Atlas Chiropractic, First Federal Bank and Trust, Heartland Kubota, Advanced Auto Body, Wyoming Corporate Office, and Odell Construction. Jackson Electric Open Line Friday, Aaron Palmer, Ron Richter. Interesting talk this morning. We have some good callers, and uh, we have another one that's waiting. No, we don't. They hung up. <laughs> well, caller, call back. Yeah, the, lines, out there. the lines are open. Yes, they are open. Numbers to call, 674-4443, 672-5763, if you have something that you want to touch on or talk about what we're talking about here. Um, Governor Gordon. Uh, let's talk about the poll question and give them another plug. You know, have you got it? Let me, let me, uh, let me see if I've got it. Yeah, you got it. Right yep, up. I've got it. Um, do you agree with the Wyoming Republican Party's recent vote of no confidence against Governor Mark Gordon for his remarks on the state being committed to becoming carbon negative? And according to this, uh, yes, votes were 80. I can't read that. I have my eye. I don't have my eyes on. 
There was a bunch. It was yes, predominantly no. Yeah, it, it was about 50-some percent of 40, lower, lower 40s yeah. and then like 9% unsure. Yeah, some were unsure. So that was the uh, first Northern Bank poll question of the week. Thank you for participating. We got it up kind of late, but everybody got on there and jumped on there and gave their opinion. Um, the, the story that we took this from was from the Cowboy State Daily news story by Leo Wolfson. And basically what Gordon said, he, he in a talk to Harvard University, he said that Wyoming needs to urgently address climate change by going carbon negative. And it is clear that we have warming climate, said Gordon. It's clear that the carbon dioxide is a major contributor to that challenge. And there is an urgency to address the issue, and it isn't going to be solved by turning off fossil fuels. And then he later clarified that he he has no desire to pull away from investment from fossil fuels and wants to use better technology to reduce Wyoming's carbon footprint. Um, Yeah, and he kind of doubled down. Yeah, Monday. there was a story you found on that. Go ahead. Let's yeah, well, talk he, about that. There was a uh, Western Governors Association meeting in Jackson uh, Monday, and um, he, he kind of clarified a few things. Um, he said there's some confusion about what decarbonizing the West means, and this is directly from Gordon from the uh, story that was uh, on the uh, Cowboy State Daily by uh, Leo Wolfson. It, was, uh, it is about what we do what we do about carbon dioxide in the atmosphere and how we move forward in an aggressive fashion really to address that issue and understanding how all energy sources have a place, he said. Um, he's, of course, been a champion of the initiative initiative of decarbonizing the West, and uh, he reiterated that at the uh, Western Governors Association meeting. And, and I think, you know, he clarified we're, we're not getting, we don't, he doesn't want to get away from um, carbon. Mm-hmm. But it's time to start looking, moving that direction. Yeah, I, and in this, and getting back into like the the carbon uh, collection, carbon capture, carbon capture. Yeah. You know that's being looked into. That's yes. great. They can do other things with coal instead of just burning it. Yes. You know there are other things that they can do, make products, this, that, and the. So they're looking into this. So are things that can be done. Um, How do we want to address this? <laughs> hot off the, the... Hot off the press, yeah. Mr. Bob brought this in. Bob uh, Grammans brought this in. This is a story from the New York Post, and the... Which mine is this? The Brook Mine. Brook Mine, okay. $2 million coal mine in Wyoming, the Brook Mine, could be worth $37 billion, according to the story, because of... Uh, Minerals, rare earth minerals mm-hmm. in there. They, they think are there, or they know are there. I think they have a pretty good idea they're there. Uh, let's see here. Recent tests conducted by government researchers revealed that the almost 16,000-acre mineral reserve contains what might be the largest unconventional rare earth deposit in the country, according to the Wall Street Journal. Are they going to be able to do anything with this? Do we know? Remain, you said this came re, before. Remains to be seen. Yeah, the Brook Mine is 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 nothing new. I mean, it's it's in Sheridan County. It's come before. Some of the stuff has come before the uh, Sheridan County commissioners and whatnot. And there's some. so what seems to be the holdup then? If if 
there is this mineral deposit I, there. What's there, I, the deal? I'm, I'm not sure. There's a lot of permitting involved, of course. I mean, opening up a coal mine just doesn't happen. It's not like opening a business downtown. You know what I mean? It, it, there's, right, sure. There is but a lot that, of red tape, a lot of bureaucracy that you've got to cut through, and it doesn't matter, you know, but... Uh, yeah, there's... we could get into this. Oh, yeah, it's... but we've got we've got to go. <laughs> we'll talk about more about this later. That's a great thing. Thanks for calling in on the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday. Aaron Palmer, Ron Richter, thank you so much. We will see you next week. Arrivederci. Jackson Electric and you'll see the light. Maybe it's as simple as adding an extra outlet. Maybe it's as detailed as wiring an industrial building. Maybe it's high efficiency LED lighting or a fire alarm system or phone system installation and repair. Maybe it's data system wiring, irrigation wiring or electric motor sales and repair. Commercial, residential, industrial, agriculture, above ground, below ground. Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light at 1851 North Main in Sheridan. Show them what you stand for, who and what you're proud of, how you're built. Shipton's Big R along with Ariat reaches out right now and salutes all of our veterans. Thank you for your service, your courage, and strength. We're giving back by declaring love for our country in comfort and warmth with a special gift purchase. Receive a free Ariat Knit Cap, $16.95 value, with your $100 Ariat purchase. Premium quality. Eight colors to choose from. While supplies last, Ariat footwear, apparel, and outerwear crosses many paths of life, including Western Farm and Ranch, the working individual, and a casual lifestyle. Ariat is known for durability, comfort, and tech innovation. Our veterans are known for honor, commitment, and integrity. What a great combination. Thank you, veterans, for all you have done. May you have a great day on November 11th. The free Ariat knit cap offer is now available at Shipton's Big R. On Sugarland Drive in Sheridan. I'm here today with Candace Crane from Sheridan Honda and Power Sports. Tommy, hi. Is it okay if I use a four-letter word to really get people excited? Um, snow, Tommy, snow. Okay, you had me worried. Well, one thing you don't need to worry about is missing out on the new Skidoo models or getting your preseason service done on your sled. That's good. I don't want to miss out on a single inch of snow. Check out our new showroom full of the latest apparel and accessories to make sure that you and your sled are ready to ride in style this winter. Shop for all your Skidoo needs at Sheridan Power Sports today. Get ready to go deep into the stuff of which snowy dreams are made with Warren Miller's All Time, 7 o'clock tomorrow night at Sheridan's Y.O. Theater. Celebrate the birth of ski towns like Sun Valley and Aspen, icons and originators like the original Hot Doggers, and the most outlandish locations ever skied. Then catch up with Maine's finest athlete of today, Donnie Pelletier, and meet the next generation at Woodward Park City. Get tickets today at yotheater.com. Hi, everybody. Trevor Jackson back with you as we get ready for high school football championship weekend on Saturday. The Sheridan Bronx defend their state championship against the Chinese T-Birds, and we've got all the action for you live. It's a rematch of last year's state title game, and the Bronx and T-Birds are going to put on a show. We'll start our broadcast with the first Federal Bank and Trust pregame show at 3.30, kickoff Saturday, 4 o'clock. And it's all live on KWYO, 1410 AM.